Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Um, I'm back, and it's Sister on Scripture. It's Thursday, December the 15th, and today we're going to continue going over um, Luke 3. I'll get the other one posted from Tuesday, but we're going to go ahead and start in Luke 3. Now, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip was tetrarch of the region of Aturia and Trachonontus, and Lysanias was tetrarch of Abilene. In the high priesthood of Annas and Sapphias, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he came into all the district around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every ravine shall be filled up and every mountain and hill shall be brought low and the crooked shall become straight and the rough roads smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. He therefore began saying to the multitudes who were going out to be baptized by him, You brought of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore, bring forth fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham for our father, for I say to you that God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. And also the axe is already laid at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the multitudes were questioning him, saying, Then what shall we do? And he would answer and say to them, Let the man who has two tunics share with him who has none, and let him who has food do likewise. And some tax gatherers also came to be baptized, and they said to him, Sir, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what you have been ordered to. And some soldiers were questioning him, saying, And what about... Sorry, my page is stuck. And what about us? What shall we do? And he said to them, Do not take money from anyone by force, or accuse anyone falsely, and be content with your wages. Now, while the people were in, this, in a state of expectation, and all were wondering in their hearts about John as to whether he might be the Christ, John answered and said to them all, As for me, I baptize you with the water. But one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, and his winnowing fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, also he preached the gospel to the people. But when Herod the Tetrarch was reproved by him on account of Herodias, his brother's wife, and on account of all the wicked things which Herod had done, 
He added this also to them, that he locked John up in prison. Now it came about when all the people were baptized that Jesus was also also was baptized. And while he was praying, heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came out of heaven. Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. And when he began his ministry, Jesus himself was about 30 years of age, being supposedly the son of Joseph, the son of Eli, the son of Mahat, the son of Levi, the son of Malchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Matthias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Hesli, the son of Nagai, the son of Math, the son of Matthias, the son of Simeon, the son of Josek, the son of Jodah, the son of Jonan, the son of Risa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Malachi, the son of Adi, the son of Kosam, the son of Elmadam, the son of Ur, the son of Joshua, the son of Elazar, the son of Jorim, the son of Methot, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonam, the son of Elakim, the son of Melia, the son of Mena, the son of Methatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nashon, the son of Amimadad, the son of Admon, the son of Ram, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Heber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Luke 4. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led about by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they had ended, he became hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell the stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. And he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall all be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And he led him to Jerusalem, and he had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you, 
and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through all the surrounding district. And he began teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. And he opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are downtrodden, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and all the eyes in the synagogue were fixed upon him. And he began to say to them, Today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all were speaking well of him, and wondering at the glorious words, which were falling from his lips, and they were saying, Is this not Joseph's son? And he said to them, No doubt you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we heard was done at Capernaum, do here in your hometown as well. And he said, Truly I say to you, no prophet is welcome in his hometown. But I say to you in truth, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was shut up for three years and six months, when a great famine came over all the land, and yet Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. And there were very and there were many lepers in Israel at the, in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, was cleansed, but only Anaman, the Syrian. And all in the synagogue were filled with rage as they heard these things, and they rose up and cast him out of the city and led him to the brow of the hill on which their city had been built in order to throw him down the cliff. But passing through their midst, he went his way, and he came down to Capernaum, the city, a city of Galilee. And he was teaching them on the Sabbath, and they were amazed at his teaching, for his message was with authority. And there was a man in the synagogue possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, Ha! What do we have to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in their midst, he came out without he came out of him without doing him any harm. And amazement came upon them all, and they began discussing with one another, saying, What is this message? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the report about him was getting out into every locality in the surrounding district. 
And he arose and left the synagogue and entered Simeon's home. Now Simeon's mother, or Simon, sorry, not Simeon, Simon's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they made a request of him on her behalf. And standing over her, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And she immediately arose and waited on them. And while the sun was setting, all who had any sick with various diseases brought them to him. And laying his hands on every one of them, he was healing them. And demons also were coming out of many, crying out and saying, You are the Son of God. And rebuking them, he would not allow them to speak, because they knew him to be the Christ. And when day came, he departed and went to a lonely place. And the multitudes were searching for him and came to him and tried to keep him from going away from them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Luke 5. Now it came about that while the multitude were pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesaret. And he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake. Fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put it out a little way from the land. And he sat down and began teaching the multitudes from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing, but at your bidding I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish, and their nets began to break. And they signaled to their partners in the other boat for them to come and help them. And they came and filled both bo- both of the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw that he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For amazement had seized him and all his companions because of the catch of fish which they had taken. And, also, and so also James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to Simon, Do not fear, from now on you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. And it came about that while he was in one of the cities, behold, there was a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing to be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest, and make an offering for your cleansing. But the news about him was spreading even further, farther, and great multitudes were gathering to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But he himself would often slip away into to the wilderness and pray. And it came about one day that he was teaching, and there was some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there who had came from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem 
and the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. And behold, some men were carrying on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they were trying to bring him in in front of him, and not finding any way to bring him in because of the crowd up on the roof and let him down through the tiles with his stretcher right in the center in front of Jesus. And seeing their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, aware of their reasonings, answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins have been forgiven you, or to say, rise and walk? But in order that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise and take up your stretcher and go home. And at once he rose up before them and took what he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. And they were all seized with astonishment and began glorifying God. And they were filled with fear, saying, we have seen remarkable things today. And after that, he went out and noticed a tax gatherer named Levi sitting in the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. And he left everything behind and rose and began to follow him. And Levi gave a big reception for him. In his house, and there was a great crowd of tax gatherers and other people who were reclining at the table with them. And the Pharisees and their scribes began grumbling at his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with the tax gatherers and sinners? And Jesus answered and said to them, It is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And they said to him, the disciples of John often fast and offer offer prayers. The disciples of the Pharisees also do the same. But yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, You cannot make the attendants of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with you, with them, can you? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. And he was also telling them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. Otherwise, he will both tear the new and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled out and the skins will be ruined. But the new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wishes for new, for he says the old is good enough. Luke 6. Now it came about that on a certain Sabbath, he was passing through some grain fields, and his disciples were picking and eating the heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said, Why do you do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus answering them said, Have you not even read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God and took and ate of the consecrated bread, which is not lawful for any to eat except the priest alone, and gave it to his companions. 
And he was saying to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. And it came about on another Sabbath that he that he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And there was a man there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees were watching him closely to see if he healed on the Sabbath in order that they might find reason to accuse him. But he knew what they were thinking. And he said to the man with a withered hand, Rise and come forward. And he rose and came forward. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm to save a life or to destroy it? And after looking around at them all, he said to them, stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they themselves were filled with rage and discussed together what they might do to Jesus. And it was at this time that he went up to the mountain to pray. And he went, he spent the whole night in prayer to God. And when the day came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also named as apostles. Simon, who he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot. Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he descended with them and stood on a level place. And there was a great multitude of his disciples and a great throng of people from all, all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were being cured. And all the multitude were trying to touch him. For power was coming from him and healing them all. And turning his gaze on his disciples, he began to say, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you and ostracize you and cast insults at you and spurn your name as evil for the sake of the Son of Man. Be glad in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way their fathers used to treat the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you are receiving your comfort, comfort in full. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for in the same way their fathers used to treat the false prophets. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. And just as you want people to treat you, treat them in the same way. And if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that for to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those of whom you expect to receive what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to, 
lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. And do not judge and you will not be judged. And do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Pardon and you will be pardoned. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, they will pour into your lap. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. And he also spoke a parable to them. A blind man cannot guide a blind man, can he? Will they not both fall into a pit? A pupil is not above his teacher, but everyone, after he has been fully trained, will be like his teacher. And why do you look look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For there is no good tree which produces bad fruit nor, on the other hand, a bad tree which produces good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they pick grapes from a briar bush. The good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth what is good. And the evil man, out of the treasure, brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. And why do you call me Lord? Lord, and do not do what I say. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and acts upon them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation upon the rock. And when a flood rose, the torrent burst against that house and could not shake it because it had been built well. But the other one who has heard and has not acted accordingly is like a man who built a house upon the ground without any foundation. And the torrent burst against it, and immediately it collapsed, and the ruin of that house was great. Luke 7 When he had completed all his discourse in the hearing of the people, he went to Capernaum. And a certain centurion slave, who was highly regarded by him, was sick and about to die. And when he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. And when they had come to Jesus, they earnestly entreated him, saying, He is worthy for you to grant this to him, for he loves our nation, and it was he who built us our synagogue. Now Jesus started on his way with them, and when he was already not far from the house, the centurions sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself further, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. For this reason, I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I, too, am a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I say this: I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. 
Now, when Jesus heard this, he marveled at him and turned and said to the multitude that was following him, I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. And it came about soon afterwards that he went to a city called Nain. Sorry, guys, I have to pause every now and then and cough, clear my throat, and have something to drink. And yes, the rooster is definitely going off this morning. He's been a crowing. Okay, Luke 7, 11. And it came about soon afterwards that he went to a city called Nain, and his disciples were going along with him, accompanied by a large multitude. I do. I have it. It's right here beside me. That's why I'm a little bit clearer this morning. Now as he approached the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a sizable crowd from the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he felt compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came up and touched the coffin, and the bearers came to a halt. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. And fear gripped them all, and they began glorifying God, saying, a great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report concerning him went out all over Judea and all, and in all the surrounding district. And the disciples of John reported to him about all these things. And summoning two of his disciples, John sent, to them, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the expected one, or do we look for someone else? And when the man had come to him, he said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the expected one, or do we look for someone else? At that very time, he cured many people of diseases and afflictions and evil spirits, and he granted sight to many who were blind. And he answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who keeps from stumbling over me. And when the messengers of John had left, he began to speak to the multitudes about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are splendidly clothed and live in luxury are found in royal places. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and one who is more than a prophet. This is the this is the one about whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. I say to you, among these those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet he he who is less Excuse me. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people and tax gatherers heard this, they acknowledged God's justice, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected God's purpose for themselves, not having been baptized by John. 
To what then shall I compare the men of this generation and what are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another and they say, We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come, eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say he has a demon. The Son of Man has come, eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax gatherers and sinners. Yet wisdom is, a, is vindicated by all her children. Now one of the Pharisees were request, was requesting him to dine with him, and he entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And behold, there was a woman in the city who was a sinner. And when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster vial of perfume. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and kept wiping them with the hair of her head and kissing his feet and anointing them with, with the perfume. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of person this woman is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he replied, Say it, teacher. A certain money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii, the other 50. When they were unable to repay, he graci graciously forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have judged correctly. And turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but she, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my feet with perfume. For this reason I say to you, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, your sins have been forgiven. And those who were reclining at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this man who, for, who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Luke 8. And it came about soon afterwards that he began going about from one city and village to another, proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sickness. Mary, who was called Mag Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna. And many others who were contributing to their support out of their private means. And when a great multitude were coming together, and those from the various cities were journeying, journeying, journeying to him, he spoke by way of a parable. The sower went out to sow his seed, and has, as he sowed, some fell beside the road, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air ate it up. 
And the other seed fell on a rocky soil, and as soon as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And the other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it out. And other seed fell into the good soil and grew up and produced a crop a hundred times as great. As he said these things, he would call out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples began questioning him as to what this parable might be. And he said, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is in parables, in order that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God, and those beside the road are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart, so that they may not believe and be safe. And those on rocky soil are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no firm root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. And the seed which fell among the thorns... These are the ones who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with worries and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to maturity. And the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. Now no one, after lighting a lamp, puts covers over it with a container or puts it under a bed. But he puts it on a lampstand in order that those who come in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that shall not become evident, nor anything secret that shall not be made known, that shall not be known and come to light. Therefore, take care how you listen. For whoever has, to him shall be more given, and whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has shall be taken away from him. And his mothers and brothers came to him. And they were unable to get to him because of the crowd. And it was reported to him, your, mo your mother and your brothers are standing outside wishing to see you. But he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. Now it came about on one of those days that he and his disciples got into a boat and he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake, and they launched out. But as they were sailing along, he fell asleep, and a fierce gale of wind descended upon the lake, and they began to be swamped and to be in danger. And they came to him and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And being aroused, he rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped, and it became calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? And they who were fear fearful and amazed, saying to one another, Who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? And they sailed to the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite of Gal Galilee. And when he had come out into the land, he was met by a certain man from the city who was possessed with demons. And who had not put on any clothing for a long time, and was not living in a house, but in, in the tombs. And seeing Jesus, he cried out and fell before him, and said in a loud voice, What do I have to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had been commanding the unclean spirit to come out of the man.
for has for it had seized him many times, and he was bound with chains and shackles, and kept under guard, and yet he would burst his fetters and be and be driven by the demon into the desert. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion, for many demons have entered him. And they were entreating him not to command them to depart into the abyss. Now there was a herd of many swine feeding there on the mountain, and the demons who entreated him to permit them to enter the swine, and he gave them permission. And the demons came out of the ma- came out from the man and entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. And when the herdsmen saw what had happened, they ran away and reported it in the city out in the country. And the people went out to see what had happened. And they came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting down at the feet of Jesus, clothed in his right mind, and they became frightened. And those who had seen it reported to them how the man, who was demon-possessed, had been made well. And all the people of the country of the Gerasenes and the surrounding district asked him to depart from them, for they were gripped with great fear, and he got into a boat and returned. But the man from whom the demons had gone out was begging him that he might accompany him, but he sent him away, saying, Return to your house and describe what great things God has done for you. And he went away, proclaiming throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. And as Jesus returned, the multitude welcomed him, for they had all been waiting for him. And behold, there was a man named Jairus, and he was an official of the synagogue, and he fell at Jesus' feet and began to entreat him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about twelve years old, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes were pressing against him, and a woman who had a hemorrhage for twelve years could not be healed by anyone came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. And Jesus said, Who is the one who touched me? And while they were all denying it, Peter said, Master, the multitudes are crowding and pressing upon you. But Jesus said, Someone did touch me, for I was aware that power had gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she had not escaped notice, she came trembling and fell down before him and declared in the presence of all the people the reason why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the house of the synagogue official, saying, Your daughter has died. Do not trouble the teacher any more. But when Jesus heard this, he answered him, Do not be afraid any longer only. Believe, and she shall be made well. And when he had come to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. Now they were all weeping and lamenting for her. But he said, Stop weeping, for she has not died but is asleep. And they began laughing at him, knowing that she had died. He, however, took her by the hand and called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she arose immediately. And he gave gave orders for something to be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he instructed them to tell no one what had happened. That's the end of Luke 8. I'm going to stop there. 
on Tuesday, we will pick up um, Luke 9. I'm trying to get caught up to the days um, because there's 24 chapters in Luke, and I, I would like to have them read. Um, if you read a chapter a day, then on Christmas Day, you will have finished the whole book. Well, Christmas Eve, you'll finish the book and wake up Christmas morning with the story of Jesus. Um, but I will be doing the readings on here as well on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for any that want to join. I've got Luke 1 through 3, or 1, excuse me, 1 and 2 um, that we did Tuesday. I've got to edit the end a little bit where my dad showed up and the dog quit barking. So that way I don't have to hear all of that. And, um, so I'll get that one posted as well. I'll post it before I post this one. But I, I thank you all for being here. We're going to pray in just a second. I just wanted to take a minute and kind of stop and wrap that up for a second. Sharbert, I heard that you were sick. Uh, I'm praying for you and, and hoping that you get, that Father heals you pretty quickly. There's a lot of us that are so sick. And I want to make sure to include everyone um, in prayer this morning. I appreciate all the prayers from everyone that have prayed for me and, and prayed over my sickness and what was going on with my health. I'm so glad to be back. I'm still scratchy, but I've got my tea and just trying to, to get through it. If y'all can just bear with my voice and the scratchiness, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, y'all are better now. That's wonderful to hear. I love you, little rat. I'm so glad you were here this morning. You got me cracked up for a second there on the rooster. Crumbles definitely likes to crow. Um, and does anybody have any prayer requests? I'm going to um, mute for a second so I can get me a sip of something to drink. If you've got any prayer requests, go ahead and write them in there in the chat. I know there's not a whole lot of us this morning, but if you've got anything you need prayers for, All right, if you'll bow your head and close your eyes, we'll go ahead and still, we'll go ahead and pray. Um, if you're driving or not where you can, close your eyes or bow your head. Don't, because I don't want you to get hurt. God knows your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you allowed us to gather together to read your word and, and get closer to Jesus and and learn of these parables and instructions that he gave us, the, the wonderful miracles that he performed and works that he did is just amazing. Father, we lift up Sister Nancy to you that, that you heal her and be with her and give her the strength and the comfort. We saw your wonderful hand at work um, the other day, earlier this week with her gifts and go and with all the prayers and, and just, it was amazing to witness in 24 hours more was raised for her on gifts and go and, and 24 hours than in 72 days. So father, I thank you for that because not only is it a monetary thing, but the prayers and the sharing and that let me know that and let us know father that 
that you were working in that. That was all of, all of you. And so we give you the glory for that because there's there's no way that, you know, without you, that would have been possible. So we thank you. And, and for those that have given, we thank them. Those that could not give but gave them prayer and shared, you know, that's what matters. You, it may not be to where one person can give, but you could share it and maybe someone else can give. And that's what really matters. Father, we lift up all of those who are sick right now and, and our sister Laura Lee and Jeff and his wife for Paperback Patriot as she's healing, for Chris in Michigan as he's healing, for Sasha and his wife as they're going through. Um, his wife had surgery and, and he's been sick. Thank you for breaking his fever and, and starting him on the path of getting well. For Jazzy, who has been in the hospital, but now finally home, Father, we lift her up. We lift up our sister Jax and Jackie, John, as he goes through healing of his hand. For our sister Little Red, who is constantly encouraging us every morning and, and sharing the funny coffee gifts, we thank you for her. And, and Father, we, we lift up Sharper, too, as, as her family is now well. We thank you for that healing, and we hope we we hope that you lead her to where she needs to be for her job, um, so that way she could be doing the right work by you, Father. So we ask that you come and and just show her and open the door that needs to be opened, close all the others, so that way she knows exactly where you want her to be, Father. Be with her and be with her family. Be with our sister Echoes and Tim. And Tim's husband and brother, as they heal and and are being wonderful stewards of, of Christ, Father, for all of the hurricane survivors that are having issues and and trying to repair their homes, for those that were affected by the tornadoes yesterday and the day before, Father, we lift them up to you. We lift up Murphit, who I believe has been sick, as well as as had that move and and has had some issues being a little uncertain father we lift up our sister Murphit and we just ask that you comfort them and that you guide them with the right hand with the right words and the right people father we know that the devil is is the ultimate deceiver he, he makes a mockery of the words and, and uses those words as spells so we, we pray that we, we have the discernment to know um, what is good and what is bad, what is of you and what is of evil. For our brother Jerry, society dweller, we lift him up in prayer for his health and for healing, Father. Um, we ask that you continue to be with him and, and rid his body of any of the as cancer. Um, that you provide for him and and make sure to bless him with what he needs, Father. For AQ21, I know I saw him in here. Father, I lift this brother up as well. This brother's gone through a lot of things, and, and I'm proud to have him here and to call him a brother. For our brother, M.A. Patriot, and for Duncan, and for Scott, and... And all of the Bards Nation family, for our sister Dee and for Danica, I just ask that you, you be with them right now and continue to guide them 
as they work in your ministry, Father. We thank you for all of the blessings that you've given us. And the greatest blessing, the greatest gift is Jesus Christ and the freedom from those chains in the bondage uh, that we may have had and that we have the power by the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus to do these great works like he did. That we can cast out the demons, that we can rebuke the evil, that we can send it back to the pits of hell. We just have to have that faith and, and continue in in that ministry um, of faith and belief. As we go into this Christmas season with Christmas upon us next week, Father, I pray for those that may feel like they're alone to let them know that as Christians, we're never alone because you're with us always, Father. I pray for those that have children that that still celebrate um, Santa, that that they have what they need and that you bless them. And Father, I just pray that, that everybody first start, stops and takes a moment to actually celebrate the birth of Jesus and read the Christmas story before opening those gifts. It's, it's a wonderful time, even though that we've got so many paganistic ways into the holiday. It, it's still a beautiful holiday. Jesus was born. The date is not as important because if it was, it would be well written in scripture. But the fact that he was born is worth celebrating. So whether we celebrate it December 25th or we celebrate it July 25th, it does not matter. What matters is that he came, he died, and he arose. And he did all of that for us so that we may be broken free and we may not be bondservants to eat to evil anymore. When we are saved, Father, we know that we are cleansed from everything from the devil. And he is no longer our, the father of us anymore, but you are. So, Father, we thank you for that. And we confess that you are the only God, the almighty God, the only one we shall ever worship. Evil is nothing but a, a demonic being. Satan has no power over us. The devil has no power over us because we are children of the mighty King Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for that wonderful blessing. And it's in Jesus Christ's mighty holy name I pray. Amen. Well, guys, I thank you all for being here and um, just going through the word with me. And most of all, just for, you know, the fellowship together is wonderful. I love it, and it brings me great joy. I pray everyone has a wonderful, blessed day. I'm planning on being on tonight for knickknacks at 7 um, Eastern time. It just depends on how my voice is still holding out at that time. Doing the teas, the hot tea and honey and lemon, echinacea, elderberry, trying to, to boost everything up and, and get back. But that's why I haven't posted anything yet. So it may be a last minute kind of um, thing, but I'm hoping and planning on being on there. If not, I will see y'all on Echoes tonight. Echoes is going to be on at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7th Central. 
she's on Podbean as well. Um, so make sure to tune into that. And she's got some wonderful episodes already up that were great. Some wonderful morning fires and um, quicker picker uppers and, and the ponderings. They're they're really good. So if you haven't heard it and you got a minute, go check it out. It's really good. Um, Scott will be on at 9 with Bards FM. At 4 p.m. today is um, Bended Knee. So if you want to, um, you know, catch that at four, if you have time, catch that. I'm going to post the link for um, Echoes for the, um, I think this is the Quicker Picker Upper from possibly Monday. I can't recall. But I just posted that for you guys so that way y'all can catch it. And I will post either in Christ Followers or Knickknacks or both on if I have a show tonight at seven. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to eat some lunch, well, breakfast, lunch, brunch, because I slept in today. I'm going to go eat and um, get some more tea after I finish my other cup. I'm going to get some of that, and then I'll probably take me a little nap um, just to rest. Try not, I'm not trying to be lazy, so y'all don't think I'm being lazy. I'm just trying to heal back up. But I will see you all later on. I love you guys and pray that God blesses you beyond your wildest imagination today. Go be the light and love in the world for everyone. I'll see y'all later. God bless. Mm -hmm.